Hello, hey everybody. Welcome back to episode 61 of the Hey World podcast. It is me, your host, Ross Livermore, at it again from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Welcome back. So before we get into the podcast, I do have a couple shows I would like to announce officially on the Hey World podcast. Uh, Tomorrow night, September 25th, I'll be back at City Winery with the band Flint McCallum, Brogan Dutcher, Gabe Klein, and myself, Power Four Piece, at the City Winery Outdoor Patio. That's going to be 6 to 8 p.m. City Winery's outdoor setup is probably the best in the whole city. Um, Their whole social distancing setup and the stage and the tent and the the green room and the whole thing is just incredible. So we're, we're really looking forward to getting back there tomorrow night. And uh, I was just up in Salem playing some shows, and I'm going to be back on October 9th and October 11th. So the 9th is a Friday night. That's with me and Paul. That's going to be 6 to 9 p.m. And then October 11th is noon to 3. That is the power trio, Ross, Paul, and Phil, um, on the outdoor back courtyard of Opus and Turner's in Salem, Massachusetts. So if you're on the North Shore or you're in Massachusetts, Feel free to hit up Turner's or Opus in Salem and make a reservation. Because um, the last time we were there, it was it was slammed and it was awesome, and they're really they're really crushing it in Salem. You know, just trying to just make everyone feel normal. So it was really great to we play on these these mulch piles, but it it sounds great in the courtyard. It's all brick, so the sound travels and carries and bounces off and you get this nice natural reverb back there so it's been it's been really fun to to play on the back courtyard of opus so again that's october 9th and october 11th september 25th here in nashville at city winery and uh keep in touch you can find all of my music at rosslivermore.com at rosslivermore on instagram and twitter facebook who uses facebook anymore i don't know i'm about to delete my personal account and um spotify feel free to share the music also i did want to mention if you wanted to have me talk about certain topics or ask me questions or anything you can email the podcast at heyworldpodcast at gmail.com very easy email once again that's heyworldpodcast at gmail.com um so keep in touch there's a million ways to find me online And I would love to keep the conversation as open-ended as possible. So here we are, Hey World Podcast, episode 61. Let's do it. Hey, and here we are, episode 61 of the Hey World Podcast. We're back, and it's perfect timing because right as I was about to start doing the podcast, Tina walked into the office, and she's just she's just lying here, enjoying the uh, the nice rainy day here in Nashville. We just took her for a nice long mile walk, which is long for her, and now she's wiped uh, as my podcast companion here for episode 61. Typically, she'd be <laughs> lying down on our futon, but it's gone now in the office because Dan Holmes... Officially, it's sad to say he moved out. It's all—it's a positive. It's all great. It's—I'm—I'm I'm psyched for him. He got—he got a house actually kind of near where we live now, on the west side of town, and uh, 
So it's just me, Emma, and Tina here at 736 Vernon. Um, don't stalk me, though. <laughs> I don't think we will. I don't think this podcast has enough listeners to really worry about giving out my address. Um, so yeah, welcome back. Uh, I'm excited to be back doing the podcast again. It feels really good. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of stuff to talk about. And uh, let's do it. So I last week, I'm at... <laughs> It's, it's just crazy right now. Like f- being a musician, trying to figure out work, I actually just got a side uh, part-time job at this country club here in Nashville, which I'm going to stick it out for another month, but it just doesn't, it's, financially, it doesn't seem to be really as fruitful as I thought it was going to be. Um, it's cool. Get some free golf balls, maybe a, a couple rounds of golf out of it, but um, trying to find some sort of sustainable income here going into the end of the year. So one of the things I've been doing is going home uh, once a month for a week, work for Monday through Friday for my brother, um, just kind of general labor doing that type of stuff, and then playing a couple Opus gigs. So one Opus gig will pay for my flight, so then I'll make, um, make some money going home. And it's been, the first time I did it was a couple weeks ago, and it was super productive. It was great to just like do some manual labor, you know, because <laughs> I've never really been like the manual labor type. Um, but it was good. Just jackhammer in a patio for, for a week. <laughs> and like, it was interesting. It's, it's, it's really, it's, I, I'm as much as this year has been pretty, uh, shitty as far as music work and, and it's been a, a step backwards for me and for pretty much everybody in the music industry, but, um, just kind of looking at my 2019 and then this year it's, it's wild to see, um, how much of a step back it was. But with that said, I, uh, have been incredibly lucky to have some opportunities like working for my brother and going home and having some venues back home that are paying and still letting you play. So it's as much as this has been a weird year, um, I've I've been really thankful and lucky to have been able to adapt uh, to it all and still uh, make some money now that the the cheese ran out from from old Uncle Sam. Uh, so it was cool and and like I you know it's it's good being back for a week. You get to see everybody and um, it's just been it it was just an awesome week. It was really great and it's it's nice to be back here in Nashville. It's. I've missed taking the boat out, you know, and we're going to, we have this big adventure that we're going to do on Sunday. So I have this plan. So we have the boat, 15 horsepower motor, six gallons of gas. And I want to take the boat from where we live. There's a, a launch on the Cumberland river, about two miles from where we live. And on the river from Nashville to Ashland city, which is the next big city on the Cumberland from us is about 20 miles. So I've been thinking about this trip a lot because when we, there's a little tributary off the Cumberland called Sycamore Creek and we used to kayak there a lot. So initially that was the, the place that we got the idea to buy a boat. We saw these little plastic kind of like trolling fishing boats popping around and we're like, Oh my God, those are really cool. So we started looking them up online and they were like a thousand bucks. And I'm like, man, we, I think if we are patient and and search on Craigslist, I feel like we could probably find something really cool that kind of rips and doesn't have a trolling motor for 
about a thousand bucks or something or, or even close. So, you know, we found the boat, we bought it. It's been a super cool learning curve. And, uh, it's now that we're comfortable launching it and riding it, it's been, it's been awesome. So Sunday we are doing this trip. So we're going to take the boat from Nashville to Ashland city up to Sycamore Creek and back. So that's about a 40-mile round trip on this little John boat. So we'll be like, ring, 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 <laughs> up the river. <laughs> Just like passing these friggin' coal barges and, and pontoon boats on our little, like, <laughs> our little tiny boat. But, I mean, I was talking to my dad about it. And he has, a, obviously has this huge-ass boat up in Salem. Uh, but he has a little dinghy, like a little inflatable with a... I don't know, I want to say a nine horsepower motor, three gallons of gas. And he was taking it from Gloucester or from Salem to Gloucester and back with three gallons of fuel on the ocean, which is going to be, there's more wind, there's more, uh, the waves, the whole friggin' the, it's, it's rougher terrain, let's say, (laughs) um, and our boat's aluminum, so it obviously cruises a little more. So I feel I got a I got a second gas tank. It's a two and a half gallon gas tank. So we're gonna do this trip with eight and a half gallons of fuel. And I found a couple gas stations on the way that we could just like park the boat, walk up with the gas tank, fill it up. So I think we're gonna be good. I'm I'm feeling pretty positive about it, but it's definitely it's a haul. We can get the boat probably going. I don't know like. 18 miles an hour. So even if we say 15 miles an hour, we'll probably get up to Ashland City, I think. I'd I'm going to say about an hour and a half, just full tilt. So, I don't know. It's I I've made it pretty far on the Cumberland, but I haven't made it that far yet. So, I I think it's going to be good. It's exciting. I feel like we're we're uh we're we're finding new terrain. And, and pushing the boat to the limit. So it'll be, it'll be good. So that's kind of our little, our, that's been our, our big project over the past couple months. I, I mean, maybe the past, yeah, two months or so, but it's, we, you know, this year we decided not to, uh, there's uh, most of the weddings we were invited to. Th- this is my justification, justification for buying the boat. Most of the weddings that we were supposed to go to canceled. And then the other two, We've kind of decided to just be like no weddings in 2020 and the money that we would have spent. We're just like, fuck it. Let's just buy this boat and, and have some fun. So that is in my head, how I justified it (laughs) in this like crazy ass year. So that's good. The crops. Um, I picked all the tomatoes, all the peppers. So what's weird. I, I got these pepperoncinis and what I, I watched some videos on YouTube, and what they were saying was pick them off when they're green, and that's when you pickle them, but I didn't do that, so now they're all yellow. They kind of actually look like ghost peppers, and we actually we ate one, and it is crazy spicy, so we're going to just pickle these peppers anyway, and hopefully, hopefully they're fine, but I mean, it's just like one of those things that we picked them all, so we, we have to do something with it every time. I don't know. It's like make sauce, make pickles. We have a shitload of tomatoes, peppers, the whole deal. Um, so we have to just can it. So, uh, super random, but yesterday I, I had my first two gig day 
in what feels like just since, I don't know, February. So I ended up, um, it's weird. I, I do a lot of corporate events here. That's kind of the, the, the day job, I guess, in quotes. So I have a booking agency that pitches me for corporate events outside of Old Red. And then Old Red um, hires me for a lot of their corporate events, which has been a great, um, it's been a great thing. They're, they're easy. They're fun. Crowds are always cool. And uh, so I contacted them because I had a lot of events that were booked in March, April, May that got rescheduled for like September, October, thinking that COVID was just going to be a couple months. And obviously, we're still we're still here. We're still wearing masks. And uh, so I just contacted Old Red just being like, I just want to make sure I'm not flaking out on any of these dates. Here's what I have in my calendar. But everything's canceled. So when I was talking to Dina, who books the corporate events over there, I just like, she mentioned that we have nothing for the year. And then later in that night, she's like, Hey, by the way, can you do a corporate event tomorrow night? So my friend, Michael Kite, who I've written a bunch of songs with Reggie feels right. New design and a bunch more. He did it with me. That was actually our first gig ever. We just two hours playing covers for some nationwide, like general contractors and just, random company and it was great and following that i went over to the local and did the freak show for the first time since january which is a writer night um so i played last it was great um michael came played all the songs and i feel like we just have to start playing gigs together all the time and uh so we did reggie feels right New design, and then uh, what was the last one we did? Queen of the Night. Classic four-song power set. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we didn't really get a great reaction, but I think we played really well. It was perfect. We did the old old vineyard trick, play the last song at the corporate event, eat a little bit of an edible. By the time we got on stage at the freak show, we got really deep into the songs, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So it was fun. It was a good one. And then, oh my God. So we were the last people that played. So all of a sudden, I don't even remember this guy's name. And it was incredible. But he came up with Terry Joe, who runs the the round or the, the songwriter night, and was just like, hey, man, can I borrow your guitar? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, and no one else had a guitar. And I was kind of pressured into letting this guy use my guitar, even though my pickup is kind of like fucked right now. So it's making all these crazy noises. I'm like, if you want to deal with the noises and that my guitar is making it through the monitor, like in your face, be my guest. So he went up there and just bombed. I've never seen someone just eat shit on stage like that in a long time. Just cleared the room. It was it was incredible. It was like, you, you know, in a way you kind of feel bad for the guy, but in a way you're like, okay, he's just... He was just the hammered guy at a bar that at the end of the night finally got the confidence enough to get up and, and sing some songs. And he was just like, it's like, man, all my stuff. It's, all, it's all, what did he say? Autobiographical. Everything that he wrote was autobiographical. So he's like, I just want to write this song. It's called Mona Lisa. And it's about me falling in love with my girlfriend's best friend. It was just like, oh my God, dude. And like, he played the first, by the, he, by the time he finished the first song, everyone had closed their checks and left. It was just, it was kind of awesome to watch, you know, just someone go up in flames like that. It was really funny. 
Um, so <laughs> that was just like, and I was in the perfect mindset to watch it too. I'm like, this guy is using my guitar. He's just dying a slow death on stage and everyone's leaving. And it was, I mean, I would have left too, but unfortunately he was using the Martin. So I, I got the, I got the, the Costco sanitary wipes and gave it a good wipe down after that guy used it. So, and I'm, I'm just going to let it sit in the case and think about what it went through for the next couple of days. <laughs> it's just brutal. But I mean, it's like probably, you, you know, you, it's gotta be the same in comedy or something. You just see someone who just like, the difference is sometimes people who are really talented, just it doesn't really land and that's fine. But this guy stunk and it didn't land. And it was just, it was a nice way to cap off the night. Um, so it was a good gig, good songwriter night, and then a little comedy to wrap it up there in the end. Um, so it was fun. It's good to be out playing again. It's really, uh, it's, it's really encouraging, you know, to think that things are kind of starting to pick up here a little bit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm probably at like six to seven shows a month now, which is good. I mean, for 2020 is good. I'll, I'll take anything that I can get this year. So, um, I think that's probably a good place to end the podcast. I'm keeping them pretty short right now. So once again, rosslivermore.com for all of my upcoming shows all the music all the videos at ross livermore on all social media um and heyworldpodcast at gmail.com and let's keep this conversation open-ended what do you say uh thank you all for tuning in to episode 61 of my podcast keep in touch and i will see you next week bye bye mm-hmm.